Welcome back. You are joining us for another episode of Rolling Reviews. Today we are talking about the Beach Boys and their album, The Beach Boys Today, with an exclamation point. Today! In italics. <laughs> uh, we are down to 466 on the list, which means that we are on episode 35. Nick, how's it going today? Today? Today. It's going good. Today. Today. Yeah, I appreciate the exclamation way to use the punctuation. Remastered. Remastered, thank you. Mono or stereo? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't. I actually don't have a preference. I don't think. Okay, that's that's a shame. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is a. Uh, we've been alluding to it. This is a very exciting episode for both Nick and I because we both love the Beach Boys. So we'll we'll definitely uh, just buckle up because there's going to be a lot of uh, boost in the artist here. So oh uh, yeah, <laughs> well deserved boosting. Well deserve boosting. So the Beach Boys today is the eighth studio album from the Beach Boys, released March eighth of nineteen sixty five. Clocks in at twenty eight minutes and fifty four seconds. Ooh, baby, let's go! <laughs> it was recorded between June and January nineteen sixty four and nineteen sixty five. And of course, if you know anything about the Beach Boys, you know that it was recorded in California. A few studios: RCA, Victor, Gold Star, Western, all in the Hollywood area. And it is on Capitol Records and was produced by none other than the Brian Wilson. The Beach Boys consist of basically what, what we would call the three pillars of the, of the Beach Boys. The three brothers <laughs> is Brian, Carl, and Dennis. Mm-hmm. Brian, Carl, and Dennis Wilson. All three brothers all started singing together uh, when they were little kids. Their cousin, Mike Love, also joined in. And then their neighbor and friend, Al Jardine. So that's the five original Beach Boys, and these are the five guys that you hear for the most part on this album, uh, and they're the five most prominent members of the Beach Boys. So the Beach Boys are basically like, I I, I, I don't know, a lot of people consider them the American version of the Beatles. So they're America's yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, so I, they, can, I can see that. They're, they're legendary in status, and they've been around, they were, I mean, they existed as a band until i mean technically they still exist today in some shape or form but really they existed as a band like through the through the 80s for the most part um they their production is outrageous like i said this is the eighth studio album uh they started putting out albums i think their first album if i'm not mistaken and i have to look it up came out in 1962 1961 Mm -hmm. uh so eight albums in in Whew. No, no joke. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's hefty. I mean, 
technically, like, let's see, there's like Surfing Safari. Um, or is that just yeah, a. Yeah, Surfing no, Sur- USA. Surfing Safari was their first yeah, full length. Surfer album. Girl. <laughs> Little Deuce Coop. Shut Down. All Summer Long. Uh, technically, the Christmas album. And that's yeah. all. And that's just before this album, too. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. So, so the Beach Boys from California, you know, they, it was really three brothers, their cousin, and then their friend next door uh, where, where, where was the band. Uh, mm-hmm. Carl plays guitar. Brian does piano, bass, and he's the main songwriter and the main producer of the band. He is really the musical creative genius. We'll talk about him a lot. He's considered like probably one of the greatest American songwriters and producers and, and artists to ever exist. In, in American history. Uh, Mike Love did uh, lead vocals for a lot of the songs. Um, and then Dennis played the drums. Al Jardine did uh, did lead guitar. There's also, uh, I, we'll talk about a lot of Beach Boys albums. There's some other guys that got added in there. Bruce Johnston's another guy that's mm-hmm. a member of the Beach Boys. Uh, Blondie Chaplin is another one. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll run into these people and, and I'll kind of di- dissect them as we go along because they're chronology is so long that there's lots of yeah. members that come in and out. They are, they are legendary, and, and there are other albums uh, on this list, too, from the Beach yes. Boys. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert, they also have probably what many people, including probably Nick and myself, consider one of the, if not the greatest album ever made, yeah. Pet Sounds, yep. uh, which we'll talk about when we get there in a, in a few years, because it's going to be in the single digits on this list. Yes. But... But anyway, so the Beach Boys started out, um, and and their father was their was their manager. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was really like a family a family business. They started out doing surfing songs, songs about cars. You know, like Nick said, their first big hit was Surfing Safari, uh, which hit number fourteen on the Billboard in, in nineteen sixty two. Surfing USA. I mean, little California Cusco. young dudes, and you know, breaking you know, because this is the sixties too. So the West Coast just start popping off, right. Exactly. And so America was taken by this kind of like beach music, the sound of like these surfing guys, the sound of these car guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was this whole new. Yeah, car culture started for sure. Everything. Exactly. This whole new wave of music started sweeping across America. And the Beach Boys were the guys to do it. Funnily enough, the only. The only person who ever uh, learned how to surf in the Beach Boys was Dennis Wilson. The rest of them did not know how to surf. Yeah. Same thing with cars. None of them knew anything about cars. They had to ask like friends and stuff for help, like with the lyrics. They're like, "I want to write this song, whatever." Mm-hmm. But that was their formula, right? Car songs, music songs. Well, they were songs young. Of, I mean, they were young too. It's in '62. Yeah, and I mean, it's just some neighborhood you know, like, boys. Yeah, exactly. Like Nick said, like. The, these all these songs he listed: Surfer Girl, Little Deuce Coop, Four Hundred Nine. You know, Start Up, Start Up, Buddy, Gonna Shut You Down. All these songs, fun, fun, fun. You know, they're all oh, a part of the American lexicon. Like, they're all like really everybody knows it. Like, if you put it on, you're like, oh yeah, that's the Beach Boys, right? Like, I know yep. that song. That some of the most famous songs of all time. Their biggest single uh, to date, while we're talking about this album, was "I Get Around." Had just come out. Uh, a few months before, yeah. so round, round, get around, I get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around. Yeah, the bad guys know us and 
Um, so like all these singles, like they were really like the single, like they were the single Kings really. Mm -hmm. Um, but they had never like these other albums, like they were kind of just like the singles and then some other like quick throwaways. Right. They didn't really come into their own until this album was really the first album to really be considered like a, like a, a a fully put together beach boys album. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about it on the list today, the beach Mm -hmm. boys today. Um, for the first time, like Brian really sat down and started trying to write and produce songs and make songs and arrange songs that were not just the same old car songs, the same old surfing songs that he wanted to write about. He wanted to write like introspective ballads. He wanted. To write yeah, they had some weight. They had some weight to them. Right, and that's that's kind of why this album stands out and why it's on the list as like the first one to move the Beach Boys away from the car surfer pop songs into what we're going to move into here shortly which would be the ultimate which would be pet sounds right yeah so it's it's a quick transition um and they you yeah, kind of can't really, really recognize like you wouldn't even know that the beach boys that were singing fun 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 are the same beach boys that are singing uh you know uh caroline no or or god only knows or anything like that yeah. so this is really like a transitional album for the Beach Boys. So a little perspective. So this album, like I said, came out uh, March 8th, 1965. They, mm-hmm. It did not sell as well as their other albums did. So the record label uh, Capital was like, hey, we need like more Beach Boys, like beach music, right? Yeah. So then they released this album uh, like two months later in, yeah. in, uh, in 1965 called Summer Days and Summer Nights, which you guys will recognize like California Girls was on there, right? Yeah, and, and the album art, I mean, they're on a boat. Right, exactly. <laughs> all right, all right, well, go back, go back, you know, to what we want. And Summer Days and Summer Nights is a great album. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But, so that album came out in July 1965, July 5th, 1965, I believe. July 12th, 1965, now that Brian had the record label off of his back again, he goes into the studio and he starts making Pet Sounds. Mm-hmm. And Pet Sounds comes out in 1966. So this is like less than a year we're talking about from the Beach Boys today to Pet Sounds. It's a crazy transition. And I want just want to put that in the, in the back of your guys' mind when you're listening to this album. Hopefully you go through and do listen to this whole album because it is really good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the background. Um, other things to note too, like Beach Boys before this had never really used session musicians. Uh, this is the first time they used session musicians, which we'll talk se- about more and more. What do you mean by session musicians? Yes, yeah. So um, a lot, not a lot. When it's like mercenaries for music, like they just yeah, hired, hired like, well, some. Exactly, uh, they're like, oh, I can't exactly. play the trumpet, so damn, get get a trumpet on here. Right, a session musician, so that you hire other. Uh, uh, musicians to come in and play parts, right? Yeah, so I think we talked about this too. Like the Wrecking Crew was one. Was considered yeah, a, the most famous one. And the Wrecking Crew is all over this album. Yeah. And the Wrecking Crew is all over Pet Sounds. Good. So things to think about. When you hear Pet Sounds, it's really... The Beach Boys are not really playing any of the instruments. They're just singing, right? It's right. all Their vocals are, the, are this uh, part. Right. And the Beach Boys are famous for their harmonies. Like nobody can do harmonies like the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. That's the iconic sound, right? Um so this is the first time they started using session musicians and uh you know by this you know by a year later they weren't really even playing any of the instruments i mean brian was producing the whole thing uh but anyways that's that's kind of just some things i wanted to point out about the album before we hop in like 
there's so many things to say about the Beach Boys that we'd never be able to say. Uh, I mean, they're just like they are America's band. Yeah, and we'll um, we'll cover more. Uh, I guess we'll go more in depth as uh, yeah. as time goes on when we get reach another <laughs> another album. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just real quick, this album uh, charted number four on the Billboard 200. Uh, so just wanted to put that out there. Um, and then, of course, had some really iconic singles as well. Uh, the main one being Help Me Rhonda. Uh, Man, you know, what, what a killer a song. song, dude. Yeah, that is a killer song. Yes, definitely. There's some really other iconic songs on here that that we'll go through and we'll kind of talk about. But uh, but I want to take a take a step back for a second. And, and uh, Nick, why don't you give me kind of like your background on the Beach Boys? Beach Boys, always heard of them. America's band. Uh, you know, they, they've always uh, uh, been around. Uh, you know, they get around. So you have... Nice. Thanks. You've got um, <laughs> yeah, pop culture, mo- uh, movies, uh, other music, whatever references. I mean, they're inspiration to so many. If you, It's one of those bands where if you like a certain uh, artist, musician, band, group, whatever, I uh, guarantee you they're inspired by the Beach Boys somehow, some way. Um, they just are too influ- uh, influential to disregard. So you've got you've got to listen to them. You've got to listen to them, especially if you're not just a music fan, but I think if you're an American music fan, you've got to uh, uh, take a second and listen. The uh, other than that, my background was uh, didn't really listen to them for a while, and then uh, you know I started getting into more music, and I was like, man, Beach Boys just keep getting. I thought they were just surfing music, you know, like I right. just thought it was campy pop music, whatever. It's like, yeah, I get they're important, but why? Why do I really care about them? Why are these bands keep referencing Wilson and stuff like that? Why is he considered a genius? Okay, let me listen to their uh, their critically acclaimed album. Wow, okay, I get it. <laughs> that's that's how it, that's how it worked. I was like, I get it now. I get the uh, the talent and why yeah. people are saying he was a pr- uh, production genius and how they're so good. Mm-hmm. All the Beach Boys too, because they they you know um, without all of them it wouldn't be the same. Yes, and uh, you know in, uh, way if we can take a step back to uh, a decade ago in 2012 when uh, Nicholas and I first met randomly uh, in college. Yes. Uh, this is one of the things we bonded over is our love for the Beach Boys. So uh, mm-hmm. this podcast would not exist without, without you know, being able to like be like, hey man, like Pet Sounds, like is it normal to cry to that album? That type yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, uh, it, is that, is that, it? That's exactly it. That was I think we had that conversation where yeah. I was like, I thought Beach Boys was happy, dude. This shit, it sounds happy. It's not, <laughs> but yeah. it is. But uh, it's not. Um, very emotional. Yeah. It's it's Good definitely stuff. like it's definitely like the the precursor to Pet Sounds, right? Like we're on our way to Pet Sounds. Mm-hmm. It, that's what this is. This is a total like a way away on, on. We're on our way. We're moving on from from the, the prequel. Uh, car this and is the, the prequel. Sur- yep. <laughs> the prequel to the sequel. Um, so yeah. Um, so like I said, uh, today today hit uh, number four in the U.S. Stayed on the chart for fifty weeks. Nice. So almost a whole year. Uh, the singles I wanted to point out: When I Grow to Be a Man hit number nine on the charts. Dance, dance, dance hit number eight, and uh, Do You Want to Dance hit twelve. Do you um, want to dance? And then, of course, Help Me Rhonda, which uh, hit number one in the U.S., was their second number one uh, after I Get Around, uh, and also like peaked at number six in the United Kingdom. So just want to put that out there for, for the singles. Um, my background with the Beach Boys. Uh, so the Beach Boys were the first band that I ever fell in love with, uh, and I'm still in love with them to this day. Uh, when I was, I, I don't know, maybe 
eight, nine, ten years old. Uh, I was gifted a CD called uh, The Beach Boys Greatest Hits Volume 1, and it had all the surfing stuff on it uh, and all the car stuff on it. And as a very young kid, you fall in love with those pop songs. Mm-hmm. And then as and then the older I got and the more that I listened to The Beach Boys, I started to fall in love with, you know, you grow up with them. You start to fall in love yeah. with like this stuff, like Help Me Rhonda and I Get Around and stuff like that. And then, you know, as as we grow up, quote unquote, you know, then you fall in love with pet sounds. And really for me, mm-hmm. like the Beach Boys are one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, I've seen them in concert a few times, which is uh, quite an experience. Um, like my favorite period of the Beach Boys, which we'll talk about, is like after Pet Sounds when they mm-hmm. get like really like rock and roll, really psychedelic and stuff like that. The you know late '60s, Wild Honey, Smile, uh, Surfs Up, Holland, some of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, Friends, 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we'll, I'm sure we'll come across a lot of those, but it's just funny how like I started out on like let's go surfing now everybody's <laughs> like that was that was like my favorite song like when i was a kid one of yeah. my favorite songs, well you don't right? need a lot you don't need any kind of more depth than that you know like you don't need um a lot and i didn't and then, yeah like you said i didn't know why i liked it but yeah you know, it's catchy I, it's good and that's it right and then as i grew up and started like experiencing music and like oh like this is what a guitar sounds like oh this is what you know drums sound like this is what like that instrument's a bass and that's a trumpet and that mm-hmm. and you know as you start to dissect you're like wow this is like this is good and this is good and i really like this and i really like this and like the chord progressions here are like and, and so like every time i listen to the beach boys i discover something new it's so that's my background they truly are one of my favorite bands of all time brian wilson is like a, a genius a total genius yeah uh, you, very, you've, you've very seen that you've seen the guy. biopic right yeah love and mercy man yes. dude as emotional as uh, the Beach Boys make me feel. Yes. And yeah, it, for sure. you, you get a whole new appreciation. You're like, oh, so he was, you know, if people don't know, it's the struggle with mental illness and all this stuff, as well as his, uh, his family life and, uh, yeah. you know, music with it too. But yeah, watch that movie if you haven't already, because mm-hmm. you will be, if you're already not a fan of the music, I mean, if you're a fan, you should definitely watch it. But. Uh, it, yes. d- it doubles it down. You're like, I understand even more now. Mm-hmm. It adds more yeah. depth. Like, I don't I even know that was possible. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and just some background there. Brian Wilson has a form of schizophrenia mm-hmm. um, that he's been dealing with his whole life. That movie is centered around the fact that his family hired a uh, therapist to basically, like, live with him and take care of him. And uh, Eugene Landy, and that's a true story. And the therapist, like, took care of him and, like, isolated him and, like, ru- like destroyed him uh, yeah. mentally for, like, over a decade until he was finally freed from them. So yeah, uh, it's very like, rough. It, it's, it's very yeah, rough. It's very terrible story. But uh, but yeah, so Brian, like basically at this point, like while they were touring around 64, 65, started having like these crazy panic attacks. It was like, I can't go on the road anymore. I want to focus on making studio albums. So they, Bruce Johnson, who I mentioned, they hired uh, Bruce Johnson in, in his place to go and tour with the Beach Boys. And he became part of the band and Brian stayed home and he made pet sounds. Mm-hmm. So it works out for everyone. Yeah. Um, other things to kind of note before we dive into this album a little deeper. Uh, my opinion is that uh, Mike Love, all-time bad guy in music history. Mike <laughs> Love is the cousin. Yeah. He really did not like Pet Sounds. He really he just wanted to make car mu- music and surf music and like he he you guys can look him out. He's an all-time bad guy. Meal he, meal ticket meal yeah. ticket. That's all he wa- all he cared about was just meal ticket, buddy. Yep. He, uh, yeah, he's an all time bad guy. Uh, and you guys can do some research on that. We'll talk about it more, but, uh, 
you know, he like Brian made this album called Smile and he was like, we're not releasing it. And we're going to come across like Brian's version of Smile because it came out in 2004 finally. But yeah. Anyways, Mike Love, all time bad guy. Um, let's talk about this album. Yes. Man. So uh, uh, albums, let's let's go through the uh, I, I think the best way to do this um nick uh, i'll get your opinion because i did i do love pretty much every song uh do you want to talk about uh let's talk about side one uh first like the way the lp set up so six songs on side one okay do you want to dance good to my baby don't hurt my little sister when i grow up to be a man help me Rhonda, and dance 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 um of those songs uh had you heard all of them before um good to my baby yeah i, I think i i think i have baby. um I think Don't Hurt My Little Sister, I haven't. Hmm. But I believe all the other ones I have. Definitely Help Me, Rhonda. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, let's talk about Do You Want to Dance. That's one of uh, one of the Beach Boys' most famous songs. And like I said, really popular single. Really good song. Do you So that's actually a Bobby Freeman cover. Uh, you guys could look that guy up if you want. But a uh, very good song. That's Dennis Wilson on the vocals there. Um, but, you know, that's one of those songs where there's not a ton of sustenance going on there, like yeah. lyrically. Yeah. But, like, but oh, it's just the harmonies. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's an iconic song. Good to my baby and don't hurt my little sister. I feel like they can go, like, hand in hand. They're kind of – those songs for me are, like, very – uh oh what's the word i'm looking for like not youthful but uh but like they're they're like uh, you would write them like when you're not mature right they're very yes. like yeah um they're very like teenage love songs yeah. right there's there's and a reason why um yeah you go on i was just gonna say like you can tell like musically the music's there like the riffs are great like some of the breakdowns in the song are really good mm -hmm. but lyrically they're just not there yet mm -hmm. like they're on the way but they're not there yeah, yet so I, I didn't find them as interesting yeah well that's that's what i was gonna say like 10 years ago i would have enjoyed those songs but yeah. uh you know like the first time i heard them i thought they were like they were great songs but like i don't know don't, don't hurt my little sister is like a song about like take like this guy's dating your little sister and he hurt your little sister's feelings so you're taking him aside be like hey man don't mess with my little sister you're gonna have to mess with me yeah um,
So those songs kind of go hand in hand, in my opinion. I think they're they're good. I've always enjoyed them, but they're not my favorites. When yeah. I grow up to be a man is another song with, with adolescent. That was the yes. word I was looking for. Adolescent. The songs are your adolescence, right? At when I grow up to be a man is definitely like a song written from a kid perspective. Yeah. But I've always loved it. Uh, just I love the uh, when I grow up to be. What will I be? But in the background, you hear the 21. won't last forever like yeah. all these different voices like coming in and like all this different stuff i really think like that's quintessential beach boys it's yeah. one of the most popular songs mm-hmm. so so it's funny that i i always find that funny that all three of them are like in a row right because i don't really care that much for the first two songs of of that trio but when i grow up to be a man even though it's kind of the same lyrically like content wise i always loved it yeah <laughs> so well it feels kinda... it feels like it has a little bit more depth to it than the yeah. others yeah uh so that's that's an all-time beach boys iconic song help me Rhonda. uh let's talk about that one last on the Dude, side let's go i was so pumped <laughs> uh, and then dance 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 which i think uh was brian's attempt to rewrite do you want to dance yeah yeah uh, I always love that song. Uh, I think it's really good. So I love, we should talk about too, like when you're listening to the Beach Boys, when you hear like the really, really high vocals, that's always Brian, like yeah. way up there. Mm-hmm. And I, the lower one is usually Mike Love, like very distinctive voices. So I love the way they play off of each other. But uh, Dance, 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 one of my favorite songs of all time. It's like, I don't even know what to say about it. Just It's just another like, you know, you picture yourself like going to a barn dance in the in the sixties, like yeah. with a bunch of high school kids. It's like after six hours of school, I had enough for the day. I hit the <laughs> radio dial and turn it up all the way. I got a day right on the spot. And it's just one of those things where Mike is doing the um, the the uh, verses, and then Brian comes in and is doing the harmonies. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's the yin and the yang of those two. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, so uh, let's talk about Help Me Rhonda. So Nick, one of the greatest songs ever written. You'll notice the single version is different from this one. Yes. Uh, so basically this one was like almost there, but they reworked the single version and released it a few months later. And it's got like more lead guitar, more horns, like more production on it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a much better, the single version. I'll put both of them in here, but. Uh, I said she put me down. is really good this is al jardine doing the uh doing the lead and obviously one of the most iconic songs of all time so i'll let you uh take the floor on this one for a minute if you want to talk about what you love about it so much uh what i love about it so much is just i mean the musical harmonies and everything like that is just yeah. this yes it's simple and again this is the, again this is their uh there's is their adolescent uh, album? I would say the other ones are pretty uh, immature, and that's that's how it is. That's the style. And then this one's kind of uh, they're kind of breaking out. Um, but man, I mean, it's talking about just you know heartbreak and stuff like that, which is is fine. But um, iconic riff, man. Get the, it out of my heart. Yeah, dude. No, it's that. You know, the second that comes in, you're like. You dude, it's yeah, it gets stuck in your head uh, uh, forever. Since she put me down, I do it in my head. I come in late at night, and in the morning, I just lay in bed. Yeah, one of the first songs I ever fell in love with. It's so good. It's um, so good. Probably the best song on this album, no doubt. Oh, yeah, three hundred percent. Yep. Um, so if we're looking at the six songs on side one, I, the way I'd rank him is Help Me Rhonda 1, Dance 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 2, Do You Want to Dance 3, uh, When I Grow Up to Be a Man 4, Good to My Baby 5, and then Don't Hurt My Little Sister 6, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I'd follow along with that. Definitely Help Me Rhonda 1. Um, Dance 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 is, is good as well. The other ones, yeah. Help, Help Me Rhonda is good too because it's like a real attempt at like a real love song too. Yes. But it's in an upbeat way as well, which is very different for the Beatles. I, uh, the Beach Boys. Mentioned it. Wait, you already mentioned Beatles already <laughs> in the line. But yes, no, it is It is very different. It, it's that, uh, and I think that's the start of it. They're like, damn, Help Me Rhonda was a good song. You know, what yeah. What captured uh, what we were trying to convey, you know, with that song? Well, it sounded really upbeat. Was it really upbeat? Eww. Not really, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it was, it, it, it was, but it wasn't. Uh, she was going to be my wife and I was going to be her man. Oh, Rhonda. But, but she let another guy come between, between us, us and, and shattered, shattered our, plans. our plans, you know, like, damn. Yeah. Oh, Rhonda, help me, Rhonda. Help yeah, me get out the, of my heart. 
Yeah, that's the best part about the song is he's talking to another girl about what Rhonda did to to him. So it's not like yeah. me singing like, hey, I love you, come back to me. It's like you singing to a third person, which is cool, telling a story about what happened in your life, you mm-hmm. know, which is a real departure from some of their other uh, songwriting stuff. So, yeah, side one is definitely like iconic, like some of the greatest Beach Boy, early Beach Boy songs ever exist there there's uh so side two is where we start to uh drop off quote unquote uh so side two again six songs uh please let me wonder i'm so young kiss me baby she knows me too well in the back of my mind and bull session with the big daddy uh bull session with the big daddy will kind of skip it's really stupid it's just album filler yeah it's just album filler, like them talking in the studio. It's it's dumb. Yeah, it's uh, just like banter and stuff. I mean, I don't mind when albums do that. I don't mind it too much, but they're just like eating and stuff, and I hate eating sounds and talking about food. <laughs> so that was a big annoyance. Uh, please let me wonder. I, I'm so young. Like two more immature songs that I never really resonated. Was very yeah. I was yeah. Resonated is a good word. Mm-hmm. I, I was never fond of them um i don't know if you felt any different yeah no not not really you could definitely tell too on some of these songs is that you know brian was in love with like brian was in love with like uh the ronettes and and, and girl bands and stuff like that and you could tell like yeah he, and like the idly brothers and and the righteous brother like you could tell he definitely like tried to write songs in that fashion yeah you gotta have like inspiration from somewhere I think we talked about it too when we talked about uh, uh, about the Ronettes album, um, "Be My Baby." Like Brian became obsessed with that song mm-hmm. to the point where he listened to it like every second of every day for like six months or something like that. Like yeah. which again, "Be My Be My Baby." Like he loved Phil Spector. Be he my, loved Veronica. Be, yeah. my, be my little baby. So he said many times that's his favorite song. Yes. Of, of all time. So uh, you could tell he's definitely influenced by that because this is around the same time. Um, so Kiss Me Baby, uh, okay song. It's it's okay. Yeah. You know, I, nothing special. Okay. I think that the uh, highlight of, of this side is She Knows Me Too Dude, Well. Dude, my man. We, uh, <laughs> you, we, know our, we know our stuff. That's all I'm yeah. saying because, yes, agreed. See, this is this is another coming of age song like i feel like we're really starting to grow up here so uh, yeah it's this one actually does have brian on lead vocals he doesn't like to take lead all the time he usually passes it off to somebody else but uh this is him doing lead uh it's a really really good song uh and i'll put the clip in here but i <laughs> i don't know what else to say about it other than it's it's close to perfection in my mind uh, oh yeah the- i mean it, two two minutes 30 seconds um just a, a good song I mean, everything's written well. The instruments are, are, are fun. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was definitely the high point of the uh, second half of the album. And you can see in the Spotify plays, too, of uh, uh, 
when it drops off. When I grow up to be a man's a million, help me run is a million point five. Dance, dance, dance is almost four million. And then after that, it goes from please let me wander, which is I think is also I still think please let me wander is the is the better. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she knows me too well is better than please let me wander, but uh, or wonder not wander. I guess it's the same. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I can't I can't read, bro. Uh, then just like your little baby there can't read. She's probably smarter than both of us. Yeah, because she's a little baby. Anyway, so um, kiss me, baby. Not that good. It's okay. She knows it too well. Excellent. In the back of my mind, was okay too. And I was like, oh yeah. But a lot of these songs too, you hear the. This is the prequel to Pet Sounds because it's the first time right. I listened to this album all the way through. Yeah, kind of like a lot of like what what you're talking about too is like there's like an eerie feeling that Brian tries to bring in with like string instruments and stuff yeah. like that. Like kind of like that Uneasiness. eerie like. Yes, he tries to convey like sadness. I think, yeah. I feel like which yeah. he does so well. Like, he does. That's why, like, when you listen to Pet Sounds and you want to cry, it's that's why. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he does such a good job with it. It's like this. It's like the spatial, uh, I, uh, like an echoing emptiness. I feel yeah. like is mm-hmm. what he's so good at. Kind of feeling feeling hollow. Yes, that's yeah, what it is. Exactly. It's, it's kind of this void. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's 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 the album again. Probably "Help Me Run" and "No Doubt" is probably the most notable and also the best song on yeah. the album. The 100%. single version, uh, which again I'll put in, is light years ahead of this of what is in this album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, this album is is just like it's a quick one. It's there's so many good hits on it. And yes. it's right on the precipice of being the excellent like the album, right? Uh-huh. You know. And that's why that's why it's here. And uh, Nick, what do you what do you think? Uh, I guess I guess I forgot to ask I, because we're <laughs> because we're doing such a special episode. Um, what uh, was this your first time like listening to this yeah, album? Yeah, first the way time through? listening to the album all the way through. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've heard this album a, a million times. Okay, uh, but um, you know what? What were your like in, impressions overall? Like, was it what you expected? Was it you it, know? It was for their first, uh, for the Beach Boys' first uh, foray into you know album creation and stuff instead of just a combination of singles. Uh, I think it was it was uh, well done for for them. Uh, I, I think it deserves its uh, you know little place on the list there. I'm I'm cool with it being where it's it where it is in the 400s. You know, hey, check out the Beach Boys. This is important because it, they do have some really good songs on it, and uh, it's a coming of age for them. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, so I'm not I'm not too mad about any of that. I'm not mad about listening to it. Uh, it being it being a 28 minute, excellent. I suggest everybody should go listen to it and see if they agree with us or not on what is the best worst or if there's any you know super catchy songs. Yeah, definitely for sure. Um, you know, even if you don't know the Beach Boys, if you just pop on like go to Spotify and pop on the Beach Boys and just like random shuffle like their top songs, you'll recognize them. Everybody knows Good Vibrations. You know? Oh yeah. Everybody knows Wouldn't It Be Nice, God Only Knows, mm-hmm. all those songs. You know, you'll know them. Like, fun, fun, fun. You'll know it when you hear it, even if you don't recognize the song titles. When you hear it, you'll be like, oh, this that's on Kokomo. You know, everybody knows yep. those songs. I mean, Kokomo was thirty years after this album, but right or twenty five years after this album, but. Uh, anyway, it's it's a uh, it's a good listen. Listen to it. It's not you know don't expect it to be pet sounds because no. it's not. But it's on the way. Uh, I agree with you. I think the placement is fine. I think it truly is one of the greatest albums of all time. There's some songs that I wish I could switch out. Yes. But you know overall, it's the the importance of it to American music history and really history all over the world is 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 you know it's the Beach Boys are, are unmatched in a lot Iconic. of ways. 
yeah. iconic. On Matt, America's Band. Like, yeah. Would you play any of these on a rock band? I'm guessing uh, almost all of them, the ones that you mentioned. Nick, I, I think that uh, we've played all of these songs together on rock yeah, band. Yeah, I think you're for, right. For the most part. I think uh, you're, you're probably right on that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Beach Boys are everything, man. They really are. They're one of the, like, they really are sentimentally for me. And uh, in, in real life, they're, you know, probably one of my top three, four favorite artists of all time there. Yeah. Brian, Brian's the man. You know, his story is incredible, like Nick said. Go check out Love and Mercy. Yeah, uh, there's really another good. new one that came out uh, just last week called Long Promise Road, which is good. Him talking about, like, in his own words. Like, oh, cool. I have yeah, to check that it, out. It too. is cool because, like, I think that we don't think about Brian Wilson as having schizophrenia, like a form of schizophrenia. But right. this is, like, him, like, actually like doing an interview and stuff like that and and talking about like his his uh illness and talking about how it affects him and stuff like that so it's, yeah it's good and 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 there's parts of it that are hard to watch but it, i mean oh, it's for good sure. um yeah so listen to this album beach boys today uh i'm sure we're going to come up on summer days and summer nights and then of course oh, yeah. there's lots of other ones too mm -hmm. uh, but this is this is the gateway to beach boys mm -hmm. yep uh, it's it's uh it's it's really it really is it's got, I, it's got everything uh, it's a it's yeah. a nice sampler pack of, of beach boys it's the album mm -hmm. itself that's a good point um but yeah so uh so this nick this was fun man I, yeah dude this is what this podcast is all about i For just sure. love talking about this stuff mm -hmm. me too uh, so uh you know we'll we'll get into uh you know we'll get into some other good ones coming up uh i I uh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for the next episode. We're getting we're getting to that point in the list where it's like every episode's a fun one. So uh, yeah, we'll, uh, uh, I think right now we are going to oh, which which number was this one? So Man, this was, was 466. Uh, 466. So 465 is the best of uh, classic years by King, King Sunny Adi maybe. King Sunny Adi. A so day? I don't know. I think it might be a day. Okay. Well, I don't know who that is, but uh, anyway, he, well, he's a uh, uh, genre of uh, juju or African pop. Very exciting. But uh, let's see what we got in the future, Nick. We got some Bon Iver, some Lord, Kid Cudi, Al Green, yeah, Bo Diddley, Nine, Nine Inch, Inch Nails. Nails, yes, dude, Paul McCartney, whatever. Paul McCartney, uh, uh, White Stripes, Otis Redding, Bad Bunny, whatever. Coltrane, Alice, David Bowie. Never mind. David Bowie, yep, the weekend. Yeah, we're gonna have some special guests for for uh, some of these um, for the rap yeah. ones. We can we can expect one of my uh, other roommates to come up. Yeah, uh, so stay tuned for that one. You know, we got some fun ones coming up. Follow us at Five Hundred Rolling, and uh, please do listen to the beach. And Nick, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye.